hopefully the book will inspire other ways of seeing what it's trying to point to instead of having a rigid uh, like fundamentalist view nothing right or wrong with it but uh, to have a fundamentalist view uh, to me is myopic so I don't uh, I'm not a student of the book you know uh, I come the book was a sort of a touchstone to see the problem from the solution, really. All right. Yeah. Should we, um, should we kick off then, or you basically into it anyway, I guess? Um, just to check, Mike, are you recording? Yeah, I went ahead and started. All right, mate. Okay, so hello, uh, good, good morning, uh, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to uh, Paul H's Reflection on the 12 Steps, and big book and anything AA or in recovery that you uh, choose for or what he wants to talk about on the day. Just to remind, you've just heard that this is not an AA meeting per se. This is a, a member's reflections on the steps. Um, so it's his point of view. It's his opinion. And I just want to, again, if you're on Facebook and you're watching this, because we've had a few comments on Facebook about this is not an AA meeting. So rest assured. And we always say to people that this, this is being recorded. It's on Facebook. And um, so that means that your anonymity is preserved. If people in this meeting want to turn their video off, I've seen your faces, you can go right ahead and switch them off. Um, as pretty as you may be, there's no big deal with that. So um, with that, um, oh, just to say that Paul's website, if you've never been here, is zenbitslap.com, where you'll find all of his stuff, all his books, um, all his videos, everything on 12 Steps, and another thing that he does called non-duality, which I'm sure we'll touch on one day. But uh, with that, I'll put it over to you, Paul. Over to you, mate. All right. Hello, everybody. Paul, alcoholic. Um, I want to sort of, uh, yeah, to how we're looking at everything. So it was a statement someone just brought up, the exact nature of the wrongs. And the exact nature of the wrongs are sort of manifestations of the wrong. I'm not, a, I don't care about right or wrong, just using it for imagery. So to me, I don't think the wrongs make up a wrong. I think the wrong manifests as wrongs, I feel. So uh, the what, how we're looking at the program is from the point of view of the uh, exact nature of the wrong as a certain act that's continually going on through the mental states of the act of, of being identified as a self, not as self. Well, this actually is as self, but when it's working, we, we appear as a self, and then that self becomes crowned uh, me. And then there's this obsession with the self, or the obsession with the me, that continues this repetitive uh, reinforcement of this mistaken point so to the to the extent that we try to acquire attributes of what we really are as what we're not see I believe most of us start as a thing and then we're trying to see the value of nothingness or spirit yeah so we're trying to acquire and maintain a spiritual condition because it seems to bring a certain uh, stability to the mental, physical, emotional, circumstantial condition. So we realize that the mental condition is where the problem arises and lives. So we can't rely on that. We basically can't rely, rely on the body because it can get a cold and virus and shit like that. So we're trying to find something that's reliable that we can rely on. But what are we already relying on, to me, is the dilemma. We're relying on false evidence, really, that we're a thing. That every action, we're the actor of. Hello, Paul. Yeah. I'm going to show off. All right. Okay, sorry. Oh, someone was just trying to call me. 
Okay. So the whole idea of these talks is that there's really no idea of them. We're just, we went through the steps. We tried the best to present uh, how to see, how to look at the steps from uh, this idea and specifically pivoting on the fourth step because Bill W himself gives us a way of looking at the fourth step. Maybe there's many ways, you know, but the way he's presenting it in page 64 is that self is the exact nature of the wrong, let's say. It's that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And there needs to be a convincing of that. And I think uh, the recognition of the convincing is past due. It's obvious if you look at your own life and other lives of people who are addicts and alcoholics, you come to the conclusion that's framed by the statements, any life run on self-will is not going to be successful, uh, self-obsession, self, extreme self-centeredness, that seems to be the root of the problem. But how does that, what is the extreme self-centeredness? It's the constantly be occup, being occupied uh, by the fantasy of Paul, or is Paul a fantasy in and of itself? Yeah, to me... I see it the latter way. I see that the bondage of self is an identification as a mental image that's reinforced by the mental process. The, th the feelings, the, the interpretation of feelings and perceptions, the thoughts, the memories, they're all picturing us as a body. And so now, instead of starting from and resting in the condition of spirit, we're resting, which isn't very restful, the condition of a body and a mental condition, which is quite agitated and quite volatile and is easily affected by outside circumstance and situations. So we want to now arrive at a condition I truly believe we already are in. And so it becomes redundant to try to become spiritual as what we're not. I'd rather see what we're not from spirit because I feel that's available. So that's the whole point of the reflections is reflecting on suggestions and the need for service, uh, you know, the, the unity, the recovery, the service, all that in this view just supports the premise that we're starting from, which is we're addicted. There's an addiction, some of the activities that comprise what we call us, are addicted to this idea of being a self. I mean, would you really follow thoughts about Stanley for 40 years if you weren't Stanley? No, you wouldn't. But you're following thoughts about Paul because there's an assumption you're Paul. So I see there's a huge correlation with all the obsessing with that which is obsessed and that which is obsessed about. I think there's a huge correlation there. I don't believe the obsession itself is that attractive. It's there's a someone, there's, there's, a, there's a presentation or an assumption that all the thoughts are about Paul, all the ruminations are about Paul, all the concerns about the future are about Paul, all the going over and with a fine tooth comb about seeing how motherfuckers did it to me or then in suddenly in recovery, how to see if my role in things is all about Paul again. And what would happen if I'm not that, which I'm starting to look at everything else from? Maybe I'd see everything else differently. And that's been my experience. So we did not come to these conclusions through intellect or through understanding. The understanding came after effects. There was relief. And the relief was so profoundly different than how I used to live, it became quite noticeable that what was the difference? Yeah, what was I really having relief from? Ultimately, the relief that stabilized was from but I lost interest in the life of Paul and I gained interest in living. It's just that simple. So the whole idea that we keep 
you know, I just love this platform because, <laughs> you know, these videos, these talks will last longer than I will. And this is what I, you know, as a hose, the greatest purpose of a hose is to have the water come through. And for me, this message is like water. And, I, and it's, I've, been ha I've had the great privilege to have it come through. And basically, my job's over. I mean, we did it. We put it out here. We put it out into the community and then see what happens. If it produces an ease and comfort or it comes to the point where you realize that is the problem. And then suddenly, instead of seeing everything from false evidence, can you still hear me? That's better. Yeah, that, we can hear you better there, mate. All right, good. Instead of seeing everything from false evidence, which causes us not to be able to see the truth from the false, because we're looking from a false premise. To have that be noticed and, and acknowledged, and then instead of trying to be free as that, you become free from it, which is beautiful. So that's the whole idea. I don't know if you've, I've lost you or not, but there you go. No, we got you. That was great. I think my video just goes off on its I, own. I, so. I switched it off. Oh, all right. Good. Yeah. So we get more bandwidth. Are you, are you all done? right. Well, there you go. Brilliant. Okay. Well, we've got... Um, no, the, whole point, whole, the whole point, Dave, is not like uh, seeking agreement or disagreement. The point is, is to just let the message land and let it tell you what it is yeah? yeah absolutely okay so we've got a couple of questions hands already raised there uh jack g you're up mate batter up there he is hey <laughs> hey paul jack g, how are you it, i'm good it's great to see well i can't see you at the moment but it it was great to see you a moment ago. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I, I got such a, uh, a really incredible hit like about a week and a half ago uh, from, uh, uh, from these talks that uh, I literally could not stop laughing for four days. And... Uh, <clears throat> It's just great, and it and it just gives me the uh, the the thought to, uh, to 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 keep moving along. But um, I, you know, I've I've heard a little. If if you don't mind me saying this, I've heard a little bit about this eighth tradition stuff when it comes to uh, these uh, Zoom meetings. And my understanding of it is is that as long as a person does not identify themselves as a member of AA then it doesn't break any of the uh, traditions. What's your suggestions anyway? Um, and it talks about the level of press, uh, media, and film. And, and this only becomes that once it's uh, recorded and posted. Um, so as long as I don't say, my name's Scotty, and I'm an alcoholic, and I'm a member of AA, uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not breaking that tradition. Um, and I just wanted to share that, my understanding of that. Um, but with that being said, anything that, that you would like to speak on when it comes to self in the big book, my ears are uh, wide open and, uh, and willing and ready and able. Thank you. Oh. Thanks, Jack. Okay. Hey, you know, uh, years ago, we put out a website, the Zen Bitch Slap website. Before that, we were speaking in recovery, and we only put out CDs. And uh, people from outside recovery got in touch with me, and sort of being a very uh, <laughs> unorganized character, I suddenly found myself doing interviews on the computer, on the internet, and basically, you know, uh, I said AA, the first one or two interviews, then I went into saying recovery. But basically, the 
cat was out of the bag, so to speak. So, um, yes, I have may I may have committed the sins of breaking a tradition. Uh, and uh, yeah, so. Okay. All right. Next the up. idea of the self, but no, let me go into the idea of self. Sure. If you if you read the statements of how much the word self is used, and then if you go to the dictionary and look at self, and then it usually a hyphen comes after it or a dash, and then there's a lot of descriptive adjectives and stuff. And it always amazed me when I first did that, there was about 120 descriptive statements. So there was like self-love, self-trust and then but most of the most of it was self-immolation self-destruction self-hate <laughs> self-sabotage so basically you could take the 120 of them and maybe there was about 20 uh <laughs> there was about 20 sort of positive expansive attributes and about a hundred collapsing, contracting attributes, basically uh, <laughs> the field isn't level, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> so basically something has, has, is using self to manifest through into our lives. And uh, we're never going to be free from the manifestations waiting for there to be the day when no manifestations occur. The freedom from the manifestations is seeing that they're not yours. That's where the freedom is. And that freedom is available now. It's not determined or based on the manifestations of self-stopping. It's not because the manifestations of self are mechanical, yeah? And if you're waiting for all those things to be removed and they never return, you'll be quite disappointed, as many of us have been, where we felt we did a thorough thing and let go of all our resentments, and we find another resentment shows up the next morning or an hour later. Yes? You don't see it. You don't see the mechanicalness of it. It's not you having the resentment. The resentment is having you in a way the resentment is having a you yeah and so this all this magical thinking that all right i'm still totally bonded in self as long as the manifestations of self are appearing forget it forget it you've swallowed the false advertising yeah this is all it wants it wants you to believe in its relevance if it's not be if it's not going to be the one that's going to lead you to God, it's going to be the one that blocks you from God. Yeah. Fucking don't wait any longer. Yes, there's manifestations of self, but are they your manifestations? No. Yes. See the difference. There is a very clear difference between a manifestation of self and my manifestation. It's hugely different. And it allows you to travel lighter when you see it that they're manifestations of self set up under the yoke of claiming the manifestations of self as yours. It's the traveling lighter. Yeah? And what more do you freaking want? You're not getting out of here. You're not. There's no way you're transcending as Kurt to get to the 18th hole of the golf course in heaven. It's not happening. Yeah, we are of spirit. We are not of thing. We're not going through a huge transmutation and we're going to become spirit but still appear as thing. No. Yeah, thing. There's no thing, spirit, then thing. There's not thing turning into no thing. There's no thing, spirit, and then the appearances of thing. At least get things, you know, how are you going to, if, if you look one way, 
all your effort looks like you're leaving Tulsa to get to LA, but what's happening is you're actually walking more into Tulsa with this story that I'm getting to LA. You're more in fucking Tulsa than ever. Yeah. This is just the clarity at the point, at the beginning point, not a clarity in the middle, but a clarity at the beginning point. Am I that which I want to be free as, or is that something I can be free from? There you go. Which is it? Yeah. Are you gonna someday, one day be free as self, or is there a possibility that you're free from self right now because you're not that? That's it, yeah? Is there really truly an authentic self that when freed from all the encumbrances of manifestations and shit like that would be a glowing light above all the cities of the world? No freaking way, yeah? You are the light, no matter how it's appearing afterwards, you are the light. And what appears after it doesn't, doesn't affect the light one bit. We're being, what's being affected is mental, physical, emotional conditions that we keep claiming to be ours, yeah? We're trying to, we're trying to take these volatile blocks and line and make it so perfect only way most people even get a chance of having experience of that is going to very controlled experiences like a retreat or shit yeah where everything's taken care of and then suddenly you can feel okay but that's not the way life goes yeah you don't stay in a retreat for fucking ever My, my whole allegiance is not to an understanding. It's to relief. That's my allegiance, yeah? It came up to me and it demonstrated stabilized relief and told me that, Paul, you're completely wrong. It's this. I would go for it. But I'm not seeing it, yeah? This is about relief, yeah? Relief from what? The bondage of self. What is the bondage of self? The act of being identified as self. That's the bondage. Yeah? The bondage leads to all these experiences of being bound, but the is the identification as self. That's what leads to all the experience of being so bound, so fucking captured, so imposed on, all of those exquisite emotional things come from the prior identification as self. That's what's giving them all the weight they have. I'm just speaking at that point. Yeah. And humbly, without seeing that point, it, it's pointless. Everything else is just trying to ma maintain a condition that has entropy against it, yeah? I swear to God, you can't be a spiritual, physical, mental thing, yeah? I've tried it. I've done retreats. I've meditated my balls off. Perhaps there's a better way. What is that way? Trusting something infinite. So obviously you're trusting someone finite. That's the source of the problem. So trusting something infinite instead of finite self. I mean, you can't get more clear a description or, or, or a, like it's mapping the journey. The journey is leaving a failed system and, a, and then starting on a working system. What dilemma happens is when we're identified as the failed system, we try to get out of the failed system as the failed system, yeah? That self can't get out of self. So we're trying to become clear about some, Jesus. So 
my whole story is Paul getting out of self. But now I've, I've re, it's been revealed that Paul was AKA self. I had no freaking idea until I did. Yeah. So it made total sense for Paul to try to get out of self. But then I kept running into the consequence of the truth, the truth about what was happening, which was self trying to get out of self, which self can't get out of self. That's how all my failures were explained. Paul didn't fail. Self can't get out of self. All right, Dave. Great. Okay, so we've got a few hands up now, which is great. Um, so, Ben, you're up next, mate. Uh, I'll be quick and leave the time for the other people because I've, I've, I've talked already. But uh, thanks so much, Paul. I just raised my hand when you said about um, hopefully it can bring some comfort. And I, I just wanted to say that it did um, for me because I have this big thing coming up and I, I was like kind of getting wrapped up in self, like self-fear and self-anxiety uh, and stuff like that. Like, how's it going to go? And I realized that I was trying to like get relief as that self, you know, and like what you said, that just really, that really spoke to me today. So I wanted to just thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Yes, exactly. If the, if the idea is entertained, a relief is available when it's not available, when Paul wants to get the relief. That's the whole point. Yeah. The Paul, see, if Paul could get the relief and then hold on to it and stabilize it, I'd be all for it. But Paul is the determining factor why there isn't stabilized relief. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. I wish it was different, but it ain't. Yeah. Paul is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these things, AA says, hey, we're not in the outcome business. That, that revelation's never produced. You, you, it's discovered. When you lose interest in self, which is constantly forecasting outcomes, yeah, you realize, man, it's incredible. I'm not in the outcome business anymore. That's not self fucking doing that. It's from self, yeah. You're not being the outcome business is from self, not as self. Self will arise and claim it, but it's not the producer of it. The producer being the outcome business is loss of interest in self. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you want to, we keep trying to diagram living expressions with diagramming them with the hopes that we can capture this living because the living freedom from the bondage of So we, we find little snippets of it, and here you go, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. See it, see it, see it, see it, yeah? And then know, know the nature of self is same, whatever we bring it into contact with. We're the, we're the consciousness that brings self into contact with shit. Once self gets in contact with shit, it claims the shit, to reinforce the idea of being self. That's what it does, yeah? After a while, you won't be surprised anymore. It's mechanical. It's not like that lady who, she saves the snake and she feeds it and puts it in a little tiny shoe box with fucking comforter and then walking around one day with the snake, the snake bites her and she's surprised. And she goes, why, Mr. Snake? Why did you bite me? I've been so nice to you. And he says, hey, I'm a snake. <laughs> what the fuck do you expect? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
<laughs> what the fuck do you expect if you live from the basis of false evidence? You're going to see a lot of false evidence appearing real. You're going to manufacture tons of resentments that aren't happening. You're going to have tons of anxiety about what's not happening and shit like that. Follow the fruit and you'll see the tree it came from. Yeah. This is all about just sharing and then you, whoever you are in the square, apply it, check it out. If it works for you, I'm telling you, if it works for you, it will work for you. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I do know in a way. Perhaps there is a better way. I know that. And that better way is trusting something infinite. And how that looks for me is not trusting the thought system, <laughs> basically. I don't trust the thoughts. I don't. I don't call them mine. I see them as a foreign element. And, uh, and they, they have not produced results for me to have faith in them. They haven't. Yeah. They're just, uh, they're a very unreliable GPS. And the only reason why we keep renewing the subscription is it presents it to be us. And there's only one you. So here Paul, you go. Paul, sorry, excuse me, Paul, just for one minute. Can you just hold on? Stuart Blow, can you uh, not raise your camera up to the screen like that, please, mate? It's, um, we don't like that, mate. Can you just make sure you're not, we can't see your camera. Thank you very much or your phone. It's gone. Thank you. Is he gone, righto? Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. Sorry, Paul. Keep going. No, I'm all right. I'm done. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, look who's back. It's our old mate, G. He hasn't been, he hasn't asked a question in a couple of weeks. Over hey, to you, mate. G. How you doing, Dave? All right, all right Paul. All right, mate. Mike. Um, Gandalf, everybody here. Uh, I just thought I'd come up because uh, I saw the message. Dave was like, put your hands up. And I thought, you know what? Let me just um, <clears throat> ask Paul something. And um, I... <clears throat> My, what I've got to say, Paul, is, you know, on <clears throat> on Sunday, I visited this town called Bournemouth, and it's like a beach town. That's where I went to rehab eight years ago, and, um, and I was really excited to go there. I took my girlfriend with me. You know, I'm going to this town. I'm sober. I'm sober now, over four and a half years. Well, five, really, but my, my sobriety date is November because I smoke synthetic weed. So over four and a half years sober off everything. In, in in my in, in a car, my car, you know, with a driving license, with money in the bank and a job in recovery. So I was excited to go there, show my girlfriend the beach and where, where I used to live. And I decided to go past the rehab I was in. And I went outside the rehab, said a prayer, took a picture of it. I went out to the house that I stayed in, you know, just looked around. And, you know, I started getting all these flashbacks, Paul. Because I relapsed after leaving that rehab quite swiftly. Like after just over a month of leaving the rehab, I rented a, a room in the same town, which is full of a lot of drug addicts and alcoholics. Like it's a real, a lot of them. Yeah, it's a town called Boscombe. And, I, and so I was having so many flashbacks, Paul. Like I was walking down a road and I was like, fuck, I remember what happened here. This is where I used to get crap from. And this is where this thing used to happen. And, and all the streets, some of the things I've forgotten about were all coming back. And then I was still all right. I was all right. I expected that. Then I went for dinner with my girlfriend to a Chinese restaurant and we were talking and I told her about some of the, some of the racist incidents that I went through down there and some of the other stuff. And, and I started feeling really traumatized by being there. You know, I really did. And, um, and I wanted to leave that night, but we had a hotel book. So we went to the hotel. And it was quite noisy. And um, in the morning, I was woken up by seagulls. Seagulls. They'd invaded the bins. And it was like five in the morning. I said, let's get out of here. Let's go. And I left. And I left. I know I was tired. I know I was tired. But I wasn't hungry and I wasn't lonely. But I left there feeling very traumatized. I, I don't know why that is, Paul. But I Because re I relapsed. I relapsed down there. And, and then I, uh, it continued for two years till 2015, till I ended up in prison. Um, you know, and, and I felt very, I don't know, I felt awful. Just felt really bad. I don't know why that is, Paul. What, what, what do you think? 
Well, don't know. You don't need to know why. Just you learn something. Yeah, it's like in our one of the principles. Practice these principles in all our affairs. And I like to put a little add-on, which is, and if you can't limit your affairs. So, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. that's been my thing today. Maybe not go back there yet. Maybe not go back next week. I'm not going back there. I wouldn't mind never going back there again. Well, no. there you go. So you learn, learn like you never want to go back there again. You you would had you had to go there to learn that you never want to go back there again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so count it as a win. You didn't get loaded, did you? No way. No. no so no. when we surrender everything is put to good use that's been my experience with this life yeah mm. everything i swear yeah like it says what can a failed system show you it's failed that's its success yeah you went there you could feel all that trauma which before when you were in the trauma yeah you never mm. feel it yeah now you have the luxury to feel it and let it get it undone yeah, because you're sober. Petri dish is different. So now the shit that was just running you from the dark is coming up, which is fantastic. So it can be reconfigured. So that shit, if it comes up again, put it, to, put it through six and seven. Ask that trauma, ask that power that you've met in AA to take that trauma and reconfigure it. And that's what it will, it will do. Recovery, recovery takes every aspect of our life and recycles it. If, if, you're, if you're willing, yeah, to see what you're not, yeah? So to see, instead of taking self's interpretation and self's strategy and self's agenda, you start trusting the process and you take the higher powers agenda and the higher powers strategy and it uses that same information that traumatized you in the past, it's going to liberate you with that. Yes? Mm. That's the beauty of this whole program. Yeah. The whole program, when you're in trauma, the head doesn't even allow you to feel it, to tell you the truth. Now that you're out of it, you can, re, you can allow that trauma to be reconfigured and have that energy that's caught in those events be put to good use. Self and others. This is the term of recovery. Yeah? We're recovering from a failed system of living where my experience was avoid shit at all costs. We're recovering from that. Yeah? And so now you just learned that you could face life successfully you went there, you didn't get loaded. And, you, and now you're here today, sober, yeah? You see how different it can be? You can look at things so differently, yeah? And after a while, when you look at it differently, you see the same old, old way G looks at it, yeah? It's so fucking myopic and small, yes? There's huge value. You, what you are has acquired a lot of value by going back there, man. It, it, it triggered a, a lot of shit that would have just laid underneath the bottom and fucked G from the darkness. It let that trauma come back up so it could be reconfigured, so it can be seen in the light of sobriety. Yeah, I think it's a huge win. Mm. I, I, when you move, when this square moves, I would just fucking express my gratitude that I was able to go back there and I left sober, mm. far out, yeah? It just showed you that you can face life successfully. Hallelujah. Read page 63, G. Read page 63, it talks about, we to this position of on a higher power and then we get established in that position and read some of the effects they describe and I bet you this weekend can fit in some of those descriptions yeah yeah
Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. First, we, we sincerely take the position. Then we start getting established in the position. That's the progression of recovery. We're moving away from a failed system, and we're more in the orbit of a working system. Yeah? yeah. Asteroids from the failed system still coming through, but the gravitational pull is different. You're now the gravitational pull in your life is for power of infinite, yeah, instead of the gravitational self. You've broken out of the gravity of the disease. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Just stay with the program. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite rather than finite self. What, is, what does it look like trusting finite self? A constant devotion to thoughts, yeah? A drive to manage and control with the hopes that we can produce an outcome, yeah? All of the, all the shenanigans of selfing, you can see, they're a failed system, yeah? They don't deliver the goods. They deliver the goods, but the goods aren't what we were looking for, yeah? It's a failed system. The only thing that has, has us believing it is convinced us it's us, yeah? If you throw the suspicion into that system, not seeing its thoughts, not as your thoughts, there's a huge, huge possibility of great relief from it, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All right, G. It's good to see uh, you. God bless you, Paul. Thank you. Stay out of Bournemouth, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, and next is uh, Jackie. Jackie, welcome. Jackie. 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 How are you, Dick? I am so well, glad to be here. I've been listening to you for on and off. For a short while, but anyway, I wrote down some of the thoughts and hopefully we could put it together. I like your new website. That's very cute with the yeah. man floating through the water. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, the little baby Buddha. Yes. Yeah, it's cute. Um, I've definitely been living life a little lighter, but then that's on and off. It looks like no. I'm let's just stop there. Okay. First, let's honor. Let's honor the first part of that statement before okay. we get to the. Other I'm traveling a little lighter. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, okay. But it let's looks like that for a second before we get to the on and off. All right. <laughs> it looks like sometimes I'm a lion. And then sometimes I'm the sheep again. You've said a lot in some of your uh, uh, talks, and I'm just trying to put it all together, which I'm, I, I guess it will never just all be put together, period. Honey, don't try to put it together. You'll never be able to put it together the way it's going to put it together. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you'll just try to put it together with old ideas of how and the pieces go. Let it be revelatory. Just recognize it. Yeah. You're yeah. in a you're in a process right now. You don't really have to talk about it so much. You're in it. Let it do its thing and move the pieces and then come back and report. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this isn't about what you're not trying to get what it is. It's recognizing what you're not, and then you'll lose interest in trying to get what it is, what you are, because you are it, yeah? Yeah. Okay, would you say recognize what you're not? Yeah, the disease, the disease, is, the disease resides in the mind, yes? Mm -hmm. The head, the thought mm -hmm. system. So yeah. the disease appears to us as us through thoughts, yeah? Mm -hmm. We need 
we have the ability to recognize it, yeah? Like the wolf in sheep's clothing. We can recognize it. And at least you'll start seeing a large amount of the thoughts that are going through one's head as alcoholic thought. See them as a shared thought system, not yours. These are not your thoughts. They're not specific, specifically you. They're basically a shared thought system. Most addicts and alcoholics share the same thought system, yeah? The names mm -hmm. of the nouns are different, but the thoughts are pretty much the same. And they're mm -hmm. all held as yours and as mine. That's the bondage of self, yeah? So mm -hmm. you'll start seeing more of the thoughts moving through your head as not yours, yes? And you'll start experiencing relief from the bondage of self. Because that's the, that's the act of bondage of self, yeah? So it's not that I lose all thought. I change my thoughts from parasitic well, thoughts what happens is, to another type of thought. It's thought. not that you lose thoughts. Thoughts are preceded by this Pledge of Allegiance called my, yeah? Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. thoughts. You start seeing them as thoughts, which are completely different than seeing them as my thoughts. <laughs> it is. It's okay. completely different. So there's still yeah. thoughts, but not my thoughts. Exactly. And see, okay. and then when you realize, wow, that thought came and went a lot quicker than any one of my thoughts ever have. <laughs> so the my is sort of like a gravitational pull that sort of sucks the thought into an orbit. So now the thought yours just goes around the object of you, yes, as the thinker. That's the bondage of self. That's the activity, yeah? So when a thought that used to be called yours is seen as maybe not yours, what happens is the thought isn't the, isn't the, uh, doesn't suck all the attention and interest, and you feel space, yeah? You feel what you are which is no thingness. You're not a thing. You're not a bit of spirit in a six foot two body. You're, you are spirit. You are space. So you start having your own intimate uh, meeting with what you actually are. Yeah. It's beautiful in my experience. So the my and the, obviously anyone here can do a simple test, put a thought, and then put, and then see the meaning it has, and then put my before that thought, and does the meaning change? The weight definitely does. Maybe the meaning doesn't, but the weight definitely does, yes? So mm -hmm. there you go. So there's somewhere or another, there's been a heaviness that's been put into my life, and you know Again? what? I recognize my Yeah, that's why we're rolling a joint. Yes, yeah. So the my, so now you've recognized something. Wow, a thought is a thought, but when held as mine, shit, it has a lot bigger effect than a thought has, yeah? Like we used to say, hey, you know, a thought doesn't have the ability your day. A thought has the ability to ruin my day, yeah? I've muted him, sorry. Come on, Jackie, come back in. I'm just unmuting you there. We had someone rolling a joint on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, actually. That's bizarre, because I've muted everyone. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I hear you talk about the book a lot, readers. So should I, in listening to your talks, get this book to kind of, understand more of what you're talking about uh the book you mean the ones we wrote no just come to these talks honey the understanding mm -hmm. will come i mean you don't yeah you have an interest in it that's mm -hmm. the key yeah that interest will be fed yeah yeah okay just come now to the talk 
one on Thursday also and get a of what we're saying it moves you yeah you don't have to rush out to try to get more understanding mm -hmm. yeah the understanding yeah, will come and peace hmm? no I appreciate I was listening to one of your YouTubes and how you were saying uh, how you went here, you went there, you went all over the place to realize that you are it. You you are it. It's simple. Yeah. It was such an eye-opener for me. Like, you were it. You don't have to go, you know, because a lot of times I was concerned because I have a big family. I have certain responsibilities. So to go to the Sahara Desert to sit with guru so-and-so, I just never really had it like that. And when I heard one of your uh, YouTubes where you said you were all over the place and realized that after all that, you came to the conclusion that you are it. That's awesome. Yes. Yes, honey. There's no... There is no... You are it, yes. <laughs> you, it's just a fact. What can... <laughs> yeah. <That was laughs> the head would much rather... Be, the head has no interest in being. It has interest in becoming and unbecoming, yeah? So it has right. us in this little idea that, oh, yeah, if you work really hard, you can become what you are. But exactly. then again, it just you every step of the way and disqualifies you or you are you are completely have been successful un, unbecoming what you are it's all bullshit yeah. yeah that was a definite lighter up for me i mean that lightened up such a load that i don't have to go running all over the place to find out who i already am i mean god that's that right awesome. That's right. What Thank you. Well, yes. But the thing is, it's true, Jack. It's true. Yeah. I want to ask all of you, because my son, he's right now in the process of recovery, and he's in and out, in and out. He hasn't got the complete download, as you call it, Paul. But he wanted to get on some virtual AA meeting. Can you all send me some suggestions, or could yep. you give me some suggestions? Oh yes, we will. Okay. If you, um, okay. Jackie, if you don't and mind, how can Jackie, I get that? Jackie, if you don't mind, after the meeting, we'll hang around for a bit, and I'll give you loads of them. We've oh, got okay, of thank you. In my pleasure. Oh, yeah, my David, give you tons you. of information, okay. Jackie. Thank you, you so much. Thank you again, Paul. Yeah. You're welcome, honey. Yeah, it's good to hear from you. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, got two more questions, uh, Paul. I know you were sort of running out of time a bit. Um, Leah, Leah, or Leah, you're, the, you're first up there. Hey, Paul. Happy to see you again. Hey, Leah. Leah. So, there you go. I'm taking notes. I'm in here every week taking notes. And I'm it's sinking in, but I'm stuck. I've got a relationship where trust is blown. Sorries have been issued, but the trust is blown. And I have a suspicion if I were to take Carl Jung's perspective that, uh, I have a suspicion that, um, Maybe in a way I'm triggered by this person's reticence to give me complete trust. Maybe it's, I can't give complete trust. I don't know. I'm just wondering how I can apply these principles because it's a relationship that I'm not willing to end. So how do I apply these principles when, when trust is what do, uh, Well, I would just do an inventory with your sponsor. Well, do an inventory and then speak with, with someone. 
because uh, what AA pivots on the idea of seeing our role in things, not other people's role in things, yeah? So to write down the simple four-column inventory, let's say I'm, you know, fearful or whatever, or resent so-and-so because of the lack of trust, whatever, and just see your role in things, yeah? And then see what happens, uh, and you'll be directed and you'll be moved, and you'll start seeing, you know, it's called trusting the process, but trusting the process is just the beginning stage because the process works. So there's the trusting the process is like very it turns into faith in the process quickly. It works, yeah? So I would do an inventory. And uh, because usually AA's answer is different than your answer, yeah? It is. And I always like to do the inventory first and then discuss the situation with somebody instead of discussing the situation and then begrudgingly getting to do an inventory later, yeah? I would just do the AA way now. Yes? Understood. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. You muted, David. I'm muted. That, that's a schoolboy error there. Um, so the final, uh, final question um, comes from a new, I don't think you've been to this meeting before. Um, it's why do people, and this is a nice one to finish on, why do people say step four and five are so hard to do? And what is your perception of these steps? <laughs> Good question. Can you say that again, David? I didn't hear it all. Yeah, sure. I'm just trying to get the guy's name up as well. So why do people say step four and five are so hard to do? And what is your perception of these steps? Well, the, the thing is, see, step four, if you're looking at your resentments and fears and shit like that, that which is saying that they're yours is, has a lot of blind sides about shit. Yeah. When you do an inventory, it's supposed to be more like a business inventory. You don't have any personal dog in the hunt. So you can do an honest inventory. So basically seeing that you're going to look at self's manifestation and seeing self as other you can do a pretty honest inventory yeah great yeah do you know what i mean let's say if i worked at a store and i had to do an inventory of of the of the product i'm probably i'm not worried about that task for two years I'm just going to go in there and do it. It's not about me. It's about the fucking stock at hand. But see, with the identification as self, there's a lot of the self is using what you would say I'd love to be rid of. It's using it for a lot of its agenda. So it's sort of like milk. It, what you think, oh, I'd love for that to be taken is like a golden in your fucking back 40 that's being milked all day yes so this this is one of the most beautiful things about looking at the inventory as how self has defeated us because self is held as other yeah just like you can do an incredible inventory on someone else at a meeting <laughs> seems you have no difficulty doing that but applied to you then there's, oh, I'm very confused. It's very vague. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's how I see it. Great. Well, that was... Um, and that, the that... difference between resentment and my resentment is huge. Look at, look at your oldest, look at the oldest resentments. Yeah. The life expectancy of a resentment isn't that long. The expectancy of my resentment could be 60 70 years <laughs> i mean seriously you've <laughs> got to see the difference there we give life to the resentment we give life to the resentment through the mind take the my out of it 
and then the resentment, do a freaking inventory and see your role in things. And then you'll see that your role in things wasn't even your role in things in most cases. Thank God. And then you'll have a real relief. You'll get powerlessness. <clears throat> and what will be reviewed is all the fucking ancient guilt and shame you have based on behavior you exhibited while under the influence. And the head has tattooed you with, with my my fucking behavior when it wasn't your behavior you were apt to do almost anything to anybody while under the influence and then you cut off that fucking life support to pass guilt and shame and now you get the sense of yeah i'm not shutting the door on the past nor am i fucking arguing with it yeah if you couldn't physically stop me i was gonna do something to you Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> do you see how much shit come? Do you see how much shit gets shipped from before recovery to where we are after recovery? How much shit is sent ahead with the my? Where is the freedom from self? I made the amends, yeah? And when I made the amends, I would tell people, basically, what I did to you, I would have done to anybody. <laughs> because that was the fact. And I've had relief from all that past behavior because it's not held as my past behavior. I'm accountable, not responsible, yeah? While I felt extremely responsible, I was never going to be accountable. Never. Never was I going to fucking show up and make an amends to people. The only thing that allowed that to happen was recovery. Yeah. I'm not a believer in um, I was responsible for all that shit I did when I was out there. I'm accountable for it. I'm not responsible for it. I know I was responsible for it. Fucking bondage of self. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Paul. Um, that was actually Jimmy M from Seaford. So, well, thanks for that, Jimmy. I forgot, didn't spot your name for the chat there. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, with that, that'll that'll wrap it up for Tuesday. We're back Thursday. Um, and don't forget that Paul um, has uh, what we would call, I guess, satsangs on a Wednesday and a Saturday. Um, you can find all the details for that at Paul's uh, website, zenbitchslap.com. Like I said before, you'll find all his stuff if you if you enjoyed it. So yeah, that's great. Just that, the website because it's so beautiful. And uh, Dimitri oh, and Julia, they're the ones that put it together, and uh, it's awesome. And we actually have a mailing list that's going to actually have work. Yeah. Wow! And how's the t-shirt sales going? Hmm? How's the t-shirt sales going? Are they going all right? The t-shirts are there. I don't know. I have no managerial position in anything concerning that bitch, bitch slap oh okay i don't know what's going on we just set shit up and see what happens okay. yeah I, I know how you feel. that sounds awesome it seems to be working since till today so yeah okay All but right. i'm very grateful for the people who set up the website it's uh it's quite nice and i'm hoping it does Basically, the whole job I was always looking for was just to deliver the message. That's the only thing I'm really keen about. Uh, and uh, it succeeded, but now it looks really, really beautiful. And yeah, so thank you, folks. Okay. Awesome. Hey, thank Say goodbye to everyone if I can. Yes. yes. Got, uh, there's 944272, I think. <laughs> nice to see you, Sylvester. Nice to see you, Sylvester. Yeah. Maybe frozen. There's Shannon. There's Virginia, AV, or Ava. I think it's Virginia. All right. There's Bernice. Nice to see you, Bernice. Kristen. Terrence. Terrence. Oh, Therese. Peace, Sue. Nice to see you, Sue. Leah. Enjoy your uh, breakfast or whatever that is.
We got Steve and uh, B uh, and Ibiza or whatever. <laughs> Chris again, Paula. Nice to see you, Paula. Dale, Elena. I can't see any of you. Mike, Mike, Mick, uh, Nikki, Kai's, Emmers, uh, Carrie, G, Ben, Zoe, Jackie, Mika. Again, Mika. Yeah. Hmm. Mika W, Michael, I just uh, thank you. Thanks for uh, being here. Jimmy from Seaford, nice to see you, Jimmy. Yeah. Jackie, thanks for the share. Zoe, Mike, everyone. Yeah, I hope to see you guys Tuesday, Thursday. I mean, yeah. and uh, and let's uh, let's not take up so seriously. All right, thanks. Definitely not. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. See you all. David and uh, we'll stay open for a while, right? Yeah, Michael we're going to get David. some details of, for some meetings. Awesome. Thanks, man. David. Thanks so much for, no worries, uh, mate. for all the... I'll give you a call this the... week. I'll give you a call. I'll see you later. Please. Yeah. All right, see mate. You, Ofa. See you, everybody. Oh, Thanks. Okay. Thanks a lot. See you later, everyone. There you go. Okay. Thanks very much, everyone. Uh... Unmuting all, I think there, does. Yeah. Are we? Done. You're on that. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Daz. How hey, are you? Are we doing the recording, guys? You? Yeah, are good. Recording? You? Stop I'm recording. wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> hey, uh, you made me smile, you. So, um, Jackie, I've um, put something in the chat thing there, Jackie Mickens. Um, there's a Facebook, I don't know, you, I'm assuming you're on Facebook. No, Jackie. I got you through Zoom. Oh, you just asked and then 